Yeah, PJ, what's your background? That's amazing. Is it an Ewok or a cat? <laughs> it's a cat with <laughs> laser beams <laughs> shooting out of his eyes. Is that a laser, uh, laser cats? Uh, yeah. Is that Nian cat? Or SNL, SNL laser cats? It, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, you ever see the t shirts? Because I had a friend that wore this t shirt to school all the time. So yeah, it's a uh, it's a cat uh, shooting bright colors out of his you know <laughs> his anus and his uh, his eyes. I, I love the way you said an- anus right there. Anus, um, yeah. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. He's got a billion toys. Oh. You're running his doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. Hold on to your butts. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. It's your boy, PJ, the Paradox Nerd. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's the weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us as we can collecting. That's right. Toy Fair was last week, and for the first time in a long time, we actually have new stuff to talk about. Uh, let's yeah. tell us about our special guest. PJ, please introduce yourself to our listeners, and uh, let's learn a little bit about yourself. Oh, this is the... This is where we get naughty, right? Oh, no, I mean, yeah. sorry. Anyway, like long walks on the beach. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm PJ the Paradox Nerd. I have a, a YouTube channel. It's the Paradox Nerd. Uh, I kind of like do like uh, unboxings and reviews of like, um, you know, pretty expensive collectibles because just because I love wasting money on stuff. Mm-hmm. I also do collect a whole bunch of like uh, figures too. Like I do collect a lot of Black Series. I used to collect SH figure arts till you know I realized that I really wanted hot toys more. Um, you know, there's only so much you could do with money, <laughs> especially you don't have much. You know, you're just like kind of limited to what you could buy. But yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a collector that kind of like collects anything that I think is cool. Like yeah. I'm not gonna limit. I'm not the, one of those collectors where I go, hey, you know what? I don't collect. You know, I don't I don't collect uh, three and three quarters. Right? I don't collect yeah. them. Like I don't limit myself that way. If I think it's cool and it's my favorite character, I'm picking it up, you know. Yeah, and that's that's yeah. always been my 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 motto because I know there are some collectors that go, "Hey, I only collect statues, man. I don't collect dolls." And then they'll be like, they'll be like figure collectors. They'll be like, "I don't collect statues. They don't move. They're just there," you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. Life's too short to kind of limit yourself with uh with you know with ideas like that. So or mottos like that. So yeah. And uh, tell us about your podcast, the oh yeah, that uh, too. Cast. Yeah, so I do also have. Uh, I just I don't know because you know, and I'm not trying to like you know uh, you know brown nose here or anything just because I'm on the show. No, please do, please do. Okay, okay, all right. So here comes the brown nosing. No, but seriously, <laughs> like you know, like I listen to you guys. I listen to Six Scale Scavengers and a whole oh lot of. <laughs> Oh no! I can't. I can't say those. No, no, no please go ahead. Zach is just being an asshole. Yeah, no, but I just like you know, like I listen to you guys, like you know, listen to you guys. I see how, like how much fun you guys are having, and uh, you're so passionate about like you know the figures and stuff. You know, uh, I know you guys collect like Bandai, Dragon Ball Z, and all that. And I listen to you guys, like you're like cool. That's like super easy. And uh, I decided to 
started a podcast called Sith Cast Podcast, which is like a Star Wars podcast where we pretty much talk anything and everything. Wait, why am I sounding like I'm like, like, you know, when you go into that mode where you're like, you start like, yeah, you got the spiel. spiel. You got the yeah. Spiel. Yeah. Yeah. I started I like doing that. my spiel because you're, but yeah, so we pretty, no, literally, it, we pretty much talk everything Star Wars. So uh, I'm a big, huge Star Wars fan. I love Star Wars. I'm passionate about Star Wars. So I kind of wanted to find a platform where I could kind of like, you know, uh, show people how much I love star yeah. wars and it's a, uh it's a great show you invited me on last week yeah and, uh, i was super nervous to come on i mean i've done like a hundred of these shows like i know mm-hmm. how to to record and to speak but i was really nervous because like, you showed me the show sheet and i was like oh wow it's like one thing on the show sheet i was like <laughs> um this is like a two-hour show like what, what do you mean Ye- but but you you guys have a great show it was us matt and chris and it was yeah. it was good dean said he wants to be on one day so hang him, hang him. Yeah, you want to be on Sweet Angel. I love Matt, dude. Any 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 way I can get closer to Matt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is there something I should know? Yeah. <laughs> I know, but like uh yeah, you know what it is too? Like uh I know like my show she was horrible. And uh I probably told you it's like, hey man, this is just a guide. Uh, you know, because yeah. we just we just hit record and whatever comes out in our mouths, I just you know, it's it's, it's I just leave it, you know, because I, I I suck at intros. Like you guys are awesome with your intros and like how you guys do, like you know, you guys talk at the same time to do like oh news or you know like stuff like that. And I'm just horrible with intros, man. It takes a while for me to get going, so I didn't want it to make it like too structured where I'm like, yeah. hi guys, it's PJ back again with another video. So I was like, you know what? Let's just hit record and whatever happens, happens. You know? Yeah. yeah. You don't want to like, you want to capture the moment as opposed to hit record button. Everyone's kind of like, you know, like like they, they, you know, because you know how it is, guys. Like once you hit that record button, everything changes. You know? Oh, dude, a hundred percent. Oh, we were talking mad shit before we hit that record button. Not yeah, exactly. <laughs> At that point, uh, a minute ago, you didn't realize we had already started uh, broadcasting because yeah. I like uh, a lot of my favorite podcasts start with like a cold open. Yeah, and uh, I, I just threw that idea to Zach. Like, hey, like. Let's just press record and let anybody know. It's a little structured sometimes. I was like, let's just like, yeah, see what and happens, and then start the episode. And it's worked out pretty well for us. Yeah, and and I think that's the, I think that's those are like the best podcast episodes when you just hit record and just let everything like flow freely. And uh, for me, like especially when I do my YouTube videos, like it's 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 challenging because I like I don't know I get like even though I've been doing it for like a year. Um, I still get straight uh, stage fright. Like mm-hmm. whenever I hit that record button, I'm like, I freeze and I like stutter and like I get anxious and I'm like speaking like a hundred miles, you know, a hundred words per minute, you know. And uh, I don't know. I just got that's why I love the podcast platform, just because it's just it's easy, you know. You just yeah. kind of you just talk. Yeah, it almost stuff. doesn't feel like entertainment. Yeah, it's like yeah. Out, yeah, yeah, just hanging out. Like uh, you know, and one thing I love about the cold open is just that like you just want to make the the listeners feel like they're just walking into the conversation. Yeah. Like like in you know like in a you know subway, and you're like you know you're sitting down to the people next to you, and then they're like having this really cool conversation about like anal sex. I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> you know, uh, just, you know uh, yeah, just like you know, just. 
<laughs> sex in general. And then you're like, oh, cool. And you want you listen to it. And even though you're coming midway through the conversation, yeah, it's still engaging. So that's why. Yeah, one of my favorite podcasts, I think it's I think it's ID10T now, but it was the Nerdist podcast. Yes, that's my favorite too. The uh he would hit record while they were like sitting down. Yeah. And so he just like automatically mm-hmm. the show was already started. So for the not only the guest, but for the listener, it was just like the most organic way to start a show. And oh, I totally agree. Um, we should do that. Yeah, I'm really glad that we started doing that. Yeah, I, I, I agree to that too. Like, you know, I listened to Chris Hardwick when he was like, a, you know, a nerdist, and like, you just, he listened to the conversation. It just flowed. Like, he has guests on that they're there to promote their, you know, their right. show or whatever they're promoting. And it doesn't, they don't, they rarely get to that yeah, they, promotion. Yeah. They, they just, like, the show's over and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm oh, yeah. talking about a movie. Oh, yeah. Talk about your, you know, Terminator movie that you're coming out with <laughs> and they have like yeah. five minutes that they talk about it but in the most part like you're talking about like you know personal lives and stuff like that which I, you know if there is something personal uh, like say like the host uh, they want to cut out I'll cut it out and it's pretty easy so but yeah I just like organic stuff well, it's good to have you. Thank you again for no organic uh, food, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks for having me, though. Yeah, it's always good to have you, Dean. We have our favorite segment, the one that uh, is everyone's favorite part of the show. Would you like to kick us off? Yeah, are you ready? Yes. It's new, new this, this week. week. <laughs> Dude, I don't know how it sounds to you, but to me, that sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded good to me, but then when I listen to it, when I edit, it's awful. Yeah, it's like new, new, this. This week is so awesome. I can't wait to be back in person. Dude, me too. Um, I actually have nothing new this week. I was like scrambling. Did I get something? Did I like stop at a GameStop? Did I buy a movie? I got nothing this week, dude. Wow. PJ, what about you? Um, what did I get new this week? I really haven't. I mean, because I've been in like on the tear with the Mandalorian stuff. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, I, I picked up the Kotobukiya um, Mando one scale statue last week. I reviewed it, and I love it. It's actually really good. I'm, I'm surprised. I like it a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah. And um, and I'm pretty sure we'll talk about it during, uh, um, when we talk about Toy Fair. But Kotobukiya has been really stepping up their game with uh, some of their sculpts with their uh, one ten scale statues. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw like their their announcement with the uh, women of Marvel, uh-huh. like Scarlet Witch, Captain Marvel, Silk. They all look amazing. Like their head sculpt looks. Ten times better from their from previous releases, so uh-huh. I'm really happy with that line. So I, I picked up the the Mandalorian and I picked up uh, Hot Toys uh, Captain Marvel, which I am going to put up the review uh, probably by tomorrow or the day after. How so. that suit? It's dangerous. That's what <laughs> it looks awful. Like it's, it looks like it's going to fall apart. Like it, I would suggest to anyone that picks it up just to. Put it in a not dynamic pose. Put it in a in a static pose, in a museum pose, and just not touch it, because yeah. it's it's worse than Iron Spider. Even though it's the same. Wow. Suit, even though it's the same suit as Iron Spider, I feel uh-huh. like Iron Spider kind of like the like the creases go back to like being uh-huh. flat after a, 
a short period of time. Uh-huh. Captain Marvel, it it sticks around, it lingers around for a little wow. bit, just because like her chest armor is like a hard plastic shell, so it's uh-huh. not like Iron Spider where the whole suit is like that material. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. So that plastic shell actually like, you know, um, makes it hard to to articulate, and it actually adds on to the creasing, um, you know, error stuff. When is that review going to be up? Is it going to be up this weekend or yeah, next probably week? this week? Yeah, this this week. I just re- I just okay. recording last week. Uh, I think last night. So yeah, yeah. Edit it. But, disappointing. Be sure yeah. to check it out on the Paradox Nerd YouTube channel. I know it's gonna oh, be a good thank, one. Thank you. Because she's you. like one of those characters that like you shouldn't have in a dynamic pose, or yeah. you shouldn't have in a static pose. Like, yeah, it's not like an Iron Man where you could have him kind of like stoic or like yeah. Captain America, but like. Spider-Man, her, yeah, um, even someone like uh, like a Star Lord, you would want them, yeah, of doing something. So that kind of sucks. Yeah, and like with Captain Marvel, like uh, one thing I love about her is her head sculpt. It de- they definitely improved it from the prototype. It really That's looks. What good. I thought everybody was talking shit about it. I was like, oh uh, yeah, great. It's probably the lighting, but to be honest, it really looks. I mean, it's not like a hundred percent likeness. I would say it's about ninety to ninety-five percent. That's fair. Yeah. Um, so for me, it was kind of an interesting week. We'll talk a little bit more about this uh, uh, kind of uh, I wouldn't say drama, but kind of craziness. I ended up getting the Figuarts Jiren for six dollars, and we're going to talk oh, about what? how that happened. Um, but it is fantastic. Now, a lot of people. Um, have had breakages in their Jirens. And uh, when I saw those videos, I'm like, you know, or pictures rather, you know, you kind of think like, these people are kind of maybe ham-fisting their figures, you know, pulling this shit around rough. But um, I have never had a figure with tighter joints than this Jiren, specifically in the arms. And um, I honestly can see how people broke their Jirens. Um, Again, I got it for $6. Um, We'll talk about it a little later, but... It's a fantastic figure. I really like it. It's it's, a, it's super well done. Is everyone having the same problem with the same? It's the exact it's the right arm both in the shoulder and in the um the upper like the bicep sw- uh swivel, bicep yeah. swivel. Um on on my figure the left arm is perfect, but everyone seems to have that issue with the right arm. Now, oh, I did pick up a few weeks ago the MP45 Bumblebee and I wanted to wait a few weeks to really give my thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm not really sure how I feel. Now, we've done extensive talks about Bumblebee the last four or five weeks on the channel. Obviously, I'm a big fan of the character, big fan of G1 Bumblebee. And <clears throat> this figure has it all. You know, it has articulation. It looks really clean. The backpack on the back is really awful. The uh, feet backpacks are not as bad as I thought they would have been. Um, but it was one of those figures that, you know, once I got it transformed, um, there was a lot of things I had to do to it. So I had to unscrew the hips, put a drop of super glue to tighten up a joint, screw those back together. There was a few paint touch-ups that I had to do. Unfortunately, Walmart sells really decent yellow paint that's like, you know, 50 cents. So I bought every color in yellow, which was like four gloss yellows, found one that matched, and I was able to touch up the paint on the helmet pretty well you can't really see it it was just a little bit of a scratch and i just filled it in with paint um and 
it's it's just one of those things that like I don't ever want to transform it again because the transformation I just felt like things were going to break. Uh, it wasn't a very intuitive transformation. It didn't have any of those masterpiece moments where you're like, oh, wow, that was neat. The whole time I was just looking forward to being done with it. And when you're done with the transformation, you're just left with a that's it feeling. And Jabi the Hong really nailed that through in his review. Um, but it is very poseable. He can actually double uh, hold his weapon with two hands, which looks really good. Okay. Uh, he looks... Yeah. What do you say, Dean? That's actually pretty sweet. Yeah, it's super poseable. The the only thing I would say I don't like is his feet are so wide that he can never really stand straight up. Everything mm. almost looks a little bow legged. Mm. Um, but you know, I would say I'm not ever going to have him in a standing you know straight pose. Um, but it's really good. I wish the yellow was a little bit more um, like the um hot soldiers which is like more like our, our logo which is like a really bright sunshine yellow uh this mm. one's more like a lemon yellow and i guess the comparison to that would be something like this is the hot soldiers yellow and this is the bumblebee which is like just a little bit darker of a shade of yellow um but you know it's a really neat figure it's i don't think it's worth retail and i'm glad i got it for like 35 dollars under retail um, but it's certainly one of those figures that's not as bad as I thought it would be after seeing a lot of the reviews. Um, but yeah, so Jiren, uh, Bumblebee, those are a few pickups from the last few weeks. And then I did pick up, uh, in a trade, um, a Super Vegeta. Dean and I were talking about, uh, me getting one and, uh, I found a good, a good seller that had one and we worked out a deal and, uh, it's fantastic. Like I can't even... Uh, no, it was from one of the groups. Um, but it, it, it's just nice to have it back in the collection. I um, I got it like three years ago for my birthday and then sold it once I got out of figure arts. And since then, it seems like the figures that I used to have, like Beerus and Whis, the prices just skyrocketed on those things. And uh, fortunately, this one stayed somewhat close to retail. Um yeah. So yeah, it was a pretty good week for me. Um, Do as it, it, I can't even say it. Figure arts uh, uh-huh. usually go up in price when once they're once they sell out or sold yeah out. yeah. Some of them stay around the retail price. Like mm-hmm. the future trunks from the Cell Saga seems to just like hover around below retail. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that's an outlier. I would say most tend to trend upwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, some are really short printed. Like everyone is saying that Jiren is going to be a super short printed figure because it's a Japan exclusive. It wasn't oh, wow. one of those figures that was released to the mass market. Yeah. Um, and because of that, um, that's what people are saying that it's going to be exclusive uh, and hard to find. Uh, but not only that, because so many of them are breaking, you know, let's say they made 10,000 of these, but if they're having to replace, you know, because it's a, the parts that are breaking are parts that you have to replace the whole figure to fix. You can't just pop out the joint. Um, so I really think Jiren's going to be one of those figures that's going to be hard to come by in good shape. So um, what I did was I took the figure and kind of spread the joints apart, sprayed in some WD-40 and worked it in. And it seems to have improved the shoulder quite a bit. But uh, definitely one of those things that I'm not going to be messing around with too much. Gotcha. So, Dean, let's get into uh, some of the news from this week. But before we do, let's thank our sponsor, uh, Watto Scrapyard. Uh, Sean's such a good guy, always hooking us up with the latest and greatest in uh, 3D sculpts and Hasbro Kenner replacement parts. Uh, He sent over a Lando Calrissian sculpt to 
Only Fools in Collecting. They're going to be giving that sculpt away for free on Painted on their podcast. Uh, I'm not sure the terms of how they're doing that giveaway, so definitely check out uh, Message Ian on Auxiliary if you want a chance to win that. Uh, and he is uh, sending us uh, just pretty much anytime you make something cool, he sends us a sample. He sent a sample to Dean of the Mandalorian Black Series helmet that he printed, which is excellent. Wow. I do have that waiting for you, Dean. Um, and yeah, he's just a great guy. Sponsored our show for the last two months, and uh, we can't thank him enough. Dean, do you want to say any good words about the uh, Sweet uh, Angel, Sean? Yeah, and if you have an idea of a head sculpt you want to get done, uh, shoot him a message. Um because he had done a um, an Iden Versio from uh, Battlefront Two, uh-huh. like, dude, you should do the whole Inferno squad. And I was like, that would be a, a cool shelf. He's like, can you get me some reference pictures? So I was like, sure. So I took what five minutes out of my day, got as many references as I could, sent them to him, and he made them. Um, and then I was like, hey, I have a custom sculpt I want to get done just for me, and. Uh, we worked out a deal and I paid him and I got the sculpt uh, digitally sculpted and then printed within like, I think it was like start to finish three days. So if if there's a project you want to work on, hit up, hit up uh, the sweet angel, Sean. And- yeah. And the great thing with Sean is a lot of times you'll have a digital sculptor, um, but they like, we mentioned this before, but a lot of times people don't want to do like small batch stuff. And talking with Jason Nelson, he was telling me about a sculptor a few years ago that he was working with. And essentially they would only do the project if he committed to buying like 20 sculpts. And with Sean, if you pay the design fee, he'll print. Like if you just want one print, like, you know, you can do prints, uh, print runs as small as one. Yeah. And uh, specifically for mine, uh, I just did one of each head sculpt that I ordered. So uh, very reasonable priced. Uh, you can do custom head sculpts or you can do uh, any any character you want. And I think it's a pretty good price compared to some of the other offerings. It's there. such an awesome thing if, if you have like, especially with the Black Series, it's a little tougher in six scale. Just, you know, sourcing parts. But Black Series figures are so many, and you could even, like, mismatch with, like, Marvel Legends. So it's like, if there's a character you want to get done, it's so easy now with Sean to get yeah. that, to get that like, little project finished. So yeah. Don't wait. Just go, just go ask. Yep. Now, let's get into new pre-orders. So Toy Fair was this week, and uh, I honestly think that Trick or Treat Studios had the biggest news of the Toy Fair for six Dude, I was shocked. Yeah. I agree. I am. I am shooketh. Now they are releasing a one six scale Myers. And according to uh, information that we've seen, um, this is for the prototypes. I'm not sure how it's going to work for the actual figures themselves, but the prototype had coveralls made by Tanella and the head sculpting and the painting work was done by Kane. These are rumored to come in at $120, which seems astronomically cheap given how pricey uh and 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 for well deserve how pricey both of those uh artists charge for their their work the tanella charges a good a good bit for custom overalls and her stuff is fantastic and kane uh the same so uh i'm wondering if tanella for the uh actual retail release is going to just provide the pattern and then kane sort of like a paint master i'm wondering how it's going to work because that price is suspiciously low for something of this quality um what do you guys think about this do you think they're trying to make it up in other places like the the actual figure itself is not really like good quality that's what manny was saying that the body looked really bad and he was thinking yeah they're probably cheaping out on the body yeah. um i just don't see 
I mean, at the scale that these are going to be produced, I can't imagine that Kane and Tanella are making every single one of these themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, that just seems uh, seems a bit far fetched. Yeah. Um, this this does kind of. Um, I mentioned this in the past, but I, I, I was worried that when Chronicle was going into six scale, they had some of the best painters paint their prototypes and they were soliciting their products based on those extremely well done prototypes. And that's their first venture into six scale figure. So I'm worried that, uh, the same thing could happen here where Tots is making their first, uh, one six scale figure in the form of, uh, different Michael Myers and different other horror, uh, properties i'm worried that they're going in with these big names and they're charging a price that would lead you to suggest the quality is not going to be as good mm-hmm. um so I'll, i guess we'll have to wait and see but i know a lot of people in the community manny especially is super excited for this uh he was mentioning wanting to do a collecting weekly horror podcast so manny if you're serious i'm totally down that sounds freaking fantastic uh dean what do you think about this uh i think it's fantastic dude um i mean like you said, the artists charge so much for, you know, their work, and it is fantastic work. That piecing a Myers together is easily four to five hundred dollars, and nobody made a Michael Myers except for three zero up until recently, and that thing was garbage. Yeah, there was also a third party that didn't look super great. Yeah, Psycho Killer, yep. and um, it. This is a whole level beyond those mm-hmm. but even the three zero one was fetching almost four or five hundred bucks because i it, i remember that because there oh, wasn't a lot of people that had a good set of coveralls for that price yeah and so not only is this opening the market for a myers for even someone like me who wouldn't mind the iconic character like michael myers in the collection like in the shelf somewhere like hidden like all cool um not only making it available but at a such an awesome price um i mean i think it's 120 bucks is insane because even what was even the, crappy third party figures come in more than the joker was what 90 bucks mm-hmm. so it's yeah. like you know and i guarantee that body probably wasn't the best so yeah i mean 120 bucks easy body swap if you really wanted to i mm-hmm. doubt you would need it yeah, Jason says in regards to the old sculpture he is working with, the the price for the digital design was $400 with his old sculptor, and then for $200 more, you would get 20 casts of the head. Uh, Manny says, what's up, Manny? We're talking about your boy Myers. <coughs> Caesar M says, just finished watching Rogue 1-6. Thanks for joining us, Caesar. Um, yeah, I mean, if you told me last week that we were going to have a six-scale Myers done by Tanella and Kane for below $250, uh, I would... I would be shocked to believe it. So uh, this has all the makings of something really good for people who collect horror. And Dean, you make an excellent point. Uh, it For me, I, I mean, I like the movie. Uh, I've only seen H1 and, and uh, H40, I guess you'd call it, the mm. 2018 one. Mm. I like Michael Myers, but I don't like Michael Myers $500 worth to, exactly. to put together the full custom. I, I, I would say I probably like him $120 worth, <laughs> especially since a lot of those uh, Tots uh, masks, which are officially licensed, a lot of those were getting some pretty good coupons. So I imagine if this is something eligible for some discount, uh, you might be able to pick up a full set of these for pretty cheap because I remember the masks were going for like $40 off with some coupons, if I recall correctly. Yeah. Um, and that's the big thing is they are licensed. They do have the license for this character and for these masks. So um, definitely, definitely excited. 
exciting. It wasn't just this Michael Myers. They no, had- it was. It was. Uh, I think it was H four, and then the 2018, if yeah. I recall correctly. It was yeah, a whole bunch. One H four H five. I remember that was like back to back. Yeah, it's like this one and this one. This one looks great. Good. This one doesn't. Mm. And then the uh, yeah the the I don't know what number the new one is. I just call it. I think it's H forty. I think that's what they call because I know it's H twenty then H forty. Um, H- now this is from Hot Toys. This is the Mandalorian Cos baby figures. So uh, I'm just gonna cycle through a few of these while we talk about it. So there's the child with the hover pram, the child with the frog. With the bowl, the Mandalorian and the child, which I think we've already gotten a Mandalorian in IG-11. So this is uh, with uh, the child, the child force wielding, the child with the knob, the heavy infantry Mandalorian. And these all look really good. Um, my only complaint so far is um, Cosbabies have this very iconic proportion, uh, specifically in the feet. And I feel like a lot of these just look like Funkos. They don't really like, especially with the child with the actual normal uh, Yoda species feed, they don't really look like um, cause babies, in my opinion. Uh, I've owned two or three, and, and they all had that exact same, like, really wide cartoonish shoe design. And uh, I'm just not really getting that here. Um, I mean, I'm sure they're going to be nice, but I think I'm also a little bit annoyed that they're all just digital renders. Uh, what do you guys think about these? Um, I'm definitely getting it just because I'm in the Mandalorian high. So, um, you know, but looking at the Mandalorian Beskar armor version, this is like the first time we're actually seeing a collectible with, well, Mandalorian collectible that has Beskar armor on. It seems like everyone's kind of milking the first set of armor. And, you know, they're milking it to, to the point where it's like, you know, by the time, like, they finally released uh, the Beskar version. We're going to be like tapped out in terms of uh, money. Um, but yeah. uh, I have I have a whole bunch of uh, cos babies, like Avengers ones, and you know, like you uh, like you said, uh, Zach, that they're like a high end Funko Pop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they, they they look like they definitely are pretty similar, but they I think they look a, a little bit better than Funko Pops. You know, just yeah, the paint you know. details just way better. Yeah, the the paint detail, the pose, you know, obviously they they're they're in different poses as opposed sure. to Funko. They're just kind of like in like that dynamic pose. I mean, not that I would say that the they're that museum pose. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, I, I'm definitely picking up the this uh, Mandalorian set of cos babies. Yeah, we, yeah, whichever one comes with Mando and Baby Yoda's. Yeah, yeah, easy pick up. Yeah, PJ, that, when you yeah, buy a lot of your stuff, do you get them from you get them from overseas, right? Uh, yeah, depending if I really want them for for regular hot toys, if I really want them right away, I would get them overseas. Mm-hmm. Um, and which, which seller do you use? I use Day One Collectibles. I, I've actually been using him since day one. Hey, <laughs> hey. Um, but um, 
it's, he's the cheapest one. Like he's uh, out of all the the resellers I've I've worked with, he is seriously the cheapest one I've I've dealt with. Do you want to give him a little bit of a plug? Maybe we can. Uh, yeah, day one collectibles. Uh, hit him up. Uh, tell him the paradox nerd sent you, and he will seriously take care of you. He's uh, on uh, Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, he's on Facebook, mostly Facebook. So yeah, okay. just up the day one collectibles. And just tell him the paradox nurse sent you, and he'll give you like, you know, like a guide and how to do the pre-orders through him. And uh-huh. if you need anything, he can get for you. So, very cool. Yeah. Uh, Jason Nelson says, after playing with Beast Kingdom egg attack figures, I will never want Hot Toys cause babies. Sean Fear says, hey guys, and Manny says they're making H four, H five, H forty, and H one. I actually and, definitely uh, agree with uh, Jason Nelson. Uh, about the Beast Kingdom egg attack figures, I actually do have an Iron Man uh, Mark Forty Three, and uh-huh. I love it. I love it. The light of features are great. They just look, and they, they're they're cute too. So, yeah, they're, they're a little yeah. bit more expensive. A, a little bit more expensive. A little bit more, depending on what you get. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, what are they like one thirty? I think is the retail for the uh, egg attack figures. Uh, actually. Amazon sells them, so I, I usually pick them up whenever there's a sale. Uh, yeah. I got the uh, Iron Man Mark Forty Three for like forty bucks. Okay. Yeah, because that on sale are like four dollars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, but God. and you can get them at the Disney Store. Yeah, yeah. Select ones you can get at the Disney Store. Speaking yeah. of Disney Store, the Lego Mandalorian Razor Quest uh, Quest. Wow, Razor That's- Crest. I cannot <laughs> talk. I the Razor Quest. I'm just going to go with it. Uh, is on pre-order now. This is 130 dollars. Rainer said this was an Amazon exclusive, but I did see this on uh, LegoStore.com and Disney Store. So I'm wondering if because those are just the main property holders, they get access to it as well. Um, but this is uh, coming out September. First, and I think this looks pretty decent. Uh, I think Rainer was saying the price per brick is a little bit lower than the average. Um, I would have to say that this would definitely be something I will be picking up. What do you guys think? Yeah, I've been wanting to build a, 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 a Lego set for a while. Yeah, I I have a Lego set, but I want to keep it in the box. Yeah. Which one is it? The um, <coughs> UCS Slave One. Oh, oh, nice, nice. One, nice. I'm not ready to build a UCS. Those things are very yeah, time, time consuming. Uh, and then two, uh, it, one, it was a gift, but I, I wanted to like appreciate in value. Um, yeah. But I have that itch of like, man, I really want to build like an actual set. Mm-hmm. And I haven't really found one that's like, been a decent price enough to be like okay i'll get it mm-hmm. and be sizable enough to justify the price mm-hmm. um so this one is definitely piquing my interest and i will probably pick it up yeah I, i'm i'm in the same boat like i usually don't collect uh, lego um sets just because that's a, you know as much as you want to collect everything you know um finance usually uh our money should i say usually restricts you from doing so but this is uh, a great set uh depending on how much uh how much it is i might pick it up um yeah. i really want to pick up a ucs uh set in general uh would love to do the millennium falcon one but you know it's still pretty expensive it's like what 800 bucks so yeah. i think i'm probably leaning more towards this uh razor crest just be razor quest just because it's uh <laughs> pj <laughs> get the fuck off this podcast <laughs> i'm just kidding, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, 
Um, oh man, just because it's you know it's probably going to be affordable. So great twins, yeah. So deck collector <laughs> says Lego the Star Wars. Logan. Yeah, there you go. Lego <laughs> Star Wars set resale in a box is very profitable. So Dean, you might be onto something there. Uh, this was pretty cool. I know Dean, you weren't a huge fan of this, but I'm actually pretty uh, taken aback by the Star Wars Galaxy of Adventure figures. I've been super tempted. Uh, I actually bought Seth's kids, the Kylo and Ray figures. And when they unboxed them, they were pretty decent. I bought them them for uh, Christmas. Uh, but we have Ahsoka and the Ahsoka. Cause I don't know what uh, battalion this is, but this is the five hundred first. But her specific squadron. So the uh, helmet has the Ahsoka print. Um, I like these. Obviously, they're not black series scale, and they're not three and three quarter scale, and they're not super articulated. But um, at this point, PG, we mentioned this on your show. Uh, any Ahsoka figure coming out is like better than Noah's Ahsoka figure coming out because her her figures are few and far between. So um, I would say I'd pick up both of these, maybe even two troopers and an Ahsoka for a display. Yeah, I agree. This is a um, which uh, company is making this again? Uh, this is Hasbro. So Hasbro has a subline called Galaxy of Adventures, oh, and usually yeah, they have like yeah, gimmicky. Yeah. Um, like you know, twist the waist and the arm goes up. Like they kind of have like gimmicky features. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, personally I, think they look pretty good. No, this, I, li- I, I like them. I, I like the, the the Vader one that they came out with. That one. Yes, looks that one looks dope. Dope. So mine is my only qualm with it was that it's a non-scale. Like, yeah, it's not six inch. It's not three three quarter. It's yeah. not. It really fits her in, and then with the troopers, really anywhere. So I. Yeah. I um, yeah, I mean, like you said, uh, uh, Zach, like any Ahsoka that we get in terms of figures or collectibles, like you're you're jumping on it because there's rarely any, if any, you know. And her stuff resells really well. Yeah, uh, Stephen Kretz says always need more Ahsoka. So I agree, definitely, I agree. definitely good character. Now Hasbro really killed it. I think one of the biggest mm. pieces of news from Toy Fair was the sixty dollar animatronic mm. uh, child figure. Um, comes out December 2020, and of course they have their uh, child Black Series figure. Um, the animatronic looks excellent. Honestly, seeing this thing in action made me really want to cancel my sideshow figure. I know they're not even in the same ballpark in terms of accuracy, but this thing is just so adorable. You can hold it, you can play with it. Comes with all kinds of little gimmicks. Uh, the child, I mentioned this in our group chat, but it it seems like it really needs paint. And Dean said this is just a proto. We shouldn't worry just yet. But mm-hmm. I I would say that some very talented people are going to take this figure to the next level. And I'd like to be um, I'd like to be someone to give it a shot. So I oh, have uh, yeah. yeah yeah I have one of these on order. They're like ten bucks. Yeah, uh, and I'm definitely considering the animatronic since it does come out around Christmas time. Yeah. Uh, what about you guys? Um, um definitely getting both um what do you call this when does the black series one come out uh, i think it comes out in may it's like april okay. to may it's like okay. pretty soon oh thank goodness because you know I'm, I'm sick and tired of like these like releases being like uh, two years or a year from now you know but uh yeah i'm definitely um you know i'm uh like look i'm wearing a baby yoda t-shirt uh, hey. so hey so yeah i'm just i'm just on the mandalorian high right now and i'm, I'm picking up pretty much anything from that show so i'm definitely picking up the uh the black series which looks really cool with the frog mm-hmm. or lizard or whatever that thing is and uh i am picking up the animatronic just because you know it's for my kids maybe um right. <laughs> uh, i just kind of wish it came with the 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 cradle or was that the bassinet? the pram yeah yeah the one that 
because they 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 showed that in Toy Fair and it looked really cool with it. So yeah, and I didn't see that in any of the pre-order pictures, so I'm wondering what's going on with that. Yeah. So um, Duck Collector says the box looks like it was made by some elementary kids in art class, and the font looks like my grandmother learned how to use Microsoft Art on <laughs> Microsoft Word. No. Um, yeah, not the best design there. Now this this pre-order really tickled my fancy. Not for me personally, but uh, this is Chronicle Collectibles Final Battle Rex coming in at eight hundred dollars. Um, this thing is pretty dope. Like I I love the T Rex statue that I have, but I hate the way the tail curves. It just really bothers me. Um, this one is a little bit of a smaller scale but because it is you're able to get that full extension at the tail and of course this is the final battle rex from jurassic world one and it will pair with the um final battle indominus rex i'm not going to order this i have no desire to but i will say credit where credit's due this does look pretty fantastic the scarring looks beautiful on the rex um but it's not really for me same <laughs> yeah i wasn't sure if you guys wanted to say anything oh but... I, I i do I, I i do this is chronicle right yes yes yeah chronicle they kill it with these dinosaurs um but i was gonna say what's the scale in these again on this one uh, this one i don't think i saw a scale listed they just listed i think it was like 30 inches long i think something like okay that. um so it's probably like one you know, it's not. It's smaller than one tenth scale. So probably be yeah. like one twelfth or like one fifteenth scale. Yeah, but um, it looks good. It looks really good. Yeah, um, I like the way it looks. And of course, Chronicle the paint to Proto. You know, there is some changes there, but um, this looks like a really. I, I would say the paint scheme on this Proto is better than the final result of my Iron Studios. I think my Iron Studios is a little bit too brown and too green. Mm-hmm. And this this looks like a pretty good look. Uh, specifically, that scene where the Rex is attacking the Gallimimus in the open field in the sunlight. Yeah, it's really brown in that scene. And uh, I, I just really like the way this looks. It has a little bit of skeleton uh, detail on the base. Brown. What's that? Is that a problem if it's too brown? Uh, I would say mine is too green, and I think that's a problem. But then again, mine is replicating a very specific scene. And when you turn the lights down in the office, it does look like that scene. But mm-hmm. um, I think it's one of those things like the Myers overall uh, you know, bodysuit that he wears. Uh, a lot of people argue whether it's green or it's blue or it's gray. It just really depends on the light. And I think in the Jurassic Park fandom, uh, it's really hard to get a good answer about as to what color the Rex exactly is at all times. a very long explanation for me accusing you of being racist but oh, okay um now chronicle one step forward one step back so they showed these one twelfth scale cloth figures of ian malcolm and uh dr grant and these look awful yeah i was um, gonna say i didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings but I I honestly don't have anything good to say about either of these. Um, And it's a weird release because uh, I believe it's Mattel just released the Amber collection. And all of those figures are fantastic. They're all like 20, 25 bucks. Of course, they're plastic. They're not sculpted and then uh, clothed figures. Um, But for the money, they're fantastic. And and of course, Chronicle is releasing their 1.6 scale Rex now in 1.12. And they're making a blue and a brown Raptor in 1.12. But when you can get the Amber Collection Raptor for $25, and most people far and away agree that it's the best Raptor toy ever released for $25, I am really hard-pressed to see how this is going to have any market, especially when the Owen that goes alongside their new 112 scale blue looks 
this bad. It just looks awful. I don't even know what that's supposed to be. Like, is that an alien race in space? And you're like, hey, well, guess what humans look like? That's what they would come out with. (laughs) It's so tasty, and like the eyes are piercing in a really creepy way. And the proportions are all... (laughs) I don't know what I'm looking at. It's so bad. Yeah, I mean, I give Chronicle Collectibles for trying something new, but, man, uh, this is like... I would have not brought these to Toy Fair. (laughs) I would would have brought the the Velociraptor just to show that off and kind of... I would not have brought these to the Alamo Alamo Marketplace, let alone Toy Fair. These are are bad. Um, Now, we talked about this last week, Dean. Uh, The figure arts Chi-Chi, and she did go up for pre-order. 55 bucks coming out September 2020. Um, Interesting to note in the the figure arts pre-order picks, there is no second head, so we did call that. Uh, But looks really good. Um, I have, and we both have the statue. I have no desire to replace a statue now that I have the statue alongside my my GT or uh, Dragon Ball figures. Um, Dean, is this a pickup for you? Uh, not for fifty five. No, I, I think that's what Goku retailed for, and he came with a bunch of. Shit. I think you're exactly right, and I think it actually might have been forty nine. And Goku came with the Nimbus, came with two different tails, tons of different faces. I'm getting him at Think Geek, which they mark it up even more. Oh, oh I, really? Damn! I, I paid fifty five. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I, yeah, it was fifty five because they had that thing where it's like, oh. Use the bag, it's yeah. Percent off. Well, I was going to ask you guys: Do you guys like try to pick these up like in a in a store, like or like Thinkeek, like you said, or do you try to go like through an online uh, retailer? Uh, me personally, I like to get my figures. Um, so I'll preface this with: I I I try to buy with the people that support our show. Can't ever, like just full yeah. stop. But I will make an exception for. Um, things that I can get like significantly cheaper, and and the cutoff for that usually is like right now I'm getting back into buying figuarts like this past year, um, and I hadn't been collecting for a while. So there's some older figuarts that are like forty percent off on Amazon right now. Newer stuff, I like to try to buy it with like Stevens Collectibles or Buddy. Um, particularly Buddy hooked me up big time with a Beerus and a Whis that were actually sealed for a really good price for both of those uh, like 10 months ago or whatever. It was quite a while ago. Um, but I do try to buy with with my friends if I can. And if- Uh-oh. Figure oh. Arts groups. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was like... Wait, what happened? You like totally froze Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I said Adam Black runs one of the best figures groups. And Can you uh, send me an invite for, for that. I, yeah, yeah. And um, just such a great group. So I do try to buy from groups. Uh, but for new releases, like uh, if I didn't have the crazy luck I did at Target for Jiren, I would have bought Jiren with Stevens. I know Dean was saying he's waiting for Stevens to get his Jirens in. Bulma. Um, oh, I really want Bulma. Yeah. Uh, well, Bulma's really cheap on on Amazon right now. So yeah. I don't know if. Uh, I mean, she's like really cheap on Amazon. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I, I tend to try to shop local if I can. Okay. Um, okay. Sometimes there's stores like there's a store in town that had this one figure arts for a long time. And I would go in all the time and try to wheel and deal on it, like even just a little bit. And they would never like lower the price. And I ended up just buying it on Amazon. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm not 
loyal to the point of like screwing myself over big time. But if it's two or three dollars difference, I'll shop local. Um, but if it's something like thirty percent off of a figure and they're not willing to to give me a competitive price, then usually I'll go with with Amazon. Uh, I know Stevens does yeah. review his pricing from time to time. And like the go tanks I bought from him a while ago, he had lowered it to Amazon prices and then oh, delivered wow. it. Yeah. So I I like going on the Stevens. I also like looking at them because they're such a high dollar figure that you wouldn't want to like wait to get it in the mail and then like something's wrong with it, like an eye is not printed properly. Yeah. I mean their QC is pretty good because it's never happened, but it's not one other time that you don't check. So I prefer getting them in store. Yeah. Um, I think the only ones I've ever gone online were like gifts. My sister got them. Um, but yeah, um, Steven has no problem like being competitive. Like, hey, man, like, help me out on this one. Like, if I could get it over here. And he's like, yeah, sure. So. Does he have an online uh, website? Yeah. Uh, he's rebuilding his website right now. I think he's yeah. just in the process of launching it again. Um, but anytime that anyone needs anything, you can always reach out to him as a rule. Oh. And uh, he does offer some very competitive um, packages as far as benefits go. Uh, rewards, for example, and then free shipping over $100, I think it is. So really good guy to get your figure arts from. And he supposedly packs pretty well from what I've heard from uh, from Richard, the sweet angel. <laughs> who bought a hot toys from them oh nice so let's uh let's see what else we got here so figure arts also showed the first reveal of their vegeto 2.0 this is the super saiyan god super saiyan from the future trunks arc of super and um dean and i both thought this looked really good uh some of the groups are kind of roasting this figure and it actually led bandai to release a statement uh informally on their twitter that said like this was uh something that wasn't supposed to be on display in that form and the display was kind of mocked together on accident it was like a really weird statement but they basically said you know you guys have nothing to worry about we're going to show a better look at it later but um dean what do you think about this I can't wait for it. In fact, the only reason I didn't get Vegito uh, before is because they were still on the 1.0 body. Yes, yes, the, the yes. The body is so much better that it's like, this is a no-brainer. Yeah. Especially if you like, you know, the uh, Goku Black arc. Oh, dude, I, I need the demoniacal Goku <laughs> Dude, I'd say about four. If I could do it again, I would because 100 bucks for this was not good. Yeah. Well, I hate to break it to you, man, but I think that's what I'm probably going to do. Dean, you were really excited about this the NECA Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 pack and also some of their other figures. So this is Raphael in disguise and Casey Jones. Really good to see Casey Jones getting some love by NECA. Um, These look incredible. I just think they really killed it at uh, Toy Fair. What do you guys think about these two? Yeah, that guy fucking brought the heat, dude. Yeah. But so the first one we've only really seen is from the first movie. So this is a whole. This is the secret of the ooze. This is the sequel. Yeah. So they put out uh, Toka and Razor. Yeah. And uh, my God, these look gorgeous. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say. Uh, so the two pack. That's the. That's not the quarter scale. That's just the. Uh, yeah. The one six scale one, right? Uh, they're like seven inch scale. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, they uh, look really good. And- yeah. So I'm hoping that they release the turtles again, 
Mm-hmm. Because I still have not found them, and it's pissing me off. Yeah, Dean's looking for them, and Steven from Millennial Mutt is looking for them as well. The actual OG turtles. So if you guys have any leads for retail, let us know. They're 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 the ones that that were sold on on GameStop, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. sold out right now. Yeah. SDCC, and then they did the single uh, packs. Released SDCC uh, single packs. Then they did the GameStop ones. Then they re-released the GameStop ones, and I still haven't found them. Uh, it's one of those things, man. They just they just yeah. evaporate when they come in stock. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's the four pack they sell on like, uh, uh, what's that? Uh, what's that stupid app I use? Mercari. Not Mercari. Um, Ally Express. Those are sk- those are ripoffs, dude. I know they are, but it's like, dude, if that's what I gotta do, I'll do it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, sure. um, I would need some turtles in my life. Yeah. NECA has always been killing it. Uh, and one thing um, about NECA that I always love supporting them is that they're from Jersey. So uh, it's really cool that uh, they're doing really well, with, especially with these figures that they're releasing. I'm, yeah. I'm thoroughly more impressed with them lately than I yeah. was a NECA fan for the longest time. Yeah. Their QC was so bad. Like their figures would just break out of the package. Mm-hmm. Like their alien figures were notorious. Just yeah, I remember. I had a couple, and that was just... evil figures. The the wrists would break. Mm-hmm. Um, the predator figures would uh, the legs would fall off. Like yeah, just so bad. And I was just like, dude, if I'm gonna pay, I guess. They were kind of expensive before. Now they're they seem kind of normal price. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dean, what is this shredder here? They had a purple suit shredder. Super shredder. When he, I think he injects himself with the ooze. Yeah. Ah, okay, I got you. This is well, from they have the that display as well. No, is it from the second one? Yeah, I think it's from the second, second one. Second one. Second one. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, all the figures they showed this year were from Secret of the Ooze. Mm. So yeah, yeah this shredder looks dope, dude. I kind of wish it was—is it a cloth cape? I can't tell. Uh, looks plastic, but I could be wrong. Catching up on some comments here, Steven says they got to be bigger than seven inch. So Steven, they're seven inch scale, which means that if the turtles are seven inches and these characters are bigger than the turtles, they should be a little bit larger. And then Caesar M says, PJ, do you collect any one twelfth scale? And if so, what lines? One twelve scale. Uh, I do. I do. I do uh, carry. Uh, do collect some um, Mesco stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, what else do I collect? That's one twelve. A- Alien. That's those were those are one twelves, right? Um, yeah, they're like the seven inch scale. Yeah. So I, I collect a lot of the Neca Neca stuff. I still do, uh, depending on you know what I like and what I see. Um, yeah, but. I mean, not too much, just because I usually try to concentrate on the like the bigger scales. Uh, Hasbro, I collect a lot of Black Series. Um, what else do I collect? Damn, I used to collect the Disney Elite like Star Wars stuff, mm-hmm. like those. Um, what do you call those? Those diecast figures? Yeah, yeah, they're like the metal yeah. versions. I have a whole bunch of those, and uh, I do collect uh, some of the the Star Wars. What's the one that from the Disney store? The the toy toy box? box? Yeah, the toy box those one. Are oh, those dude. Yeah. So yeah, I carry three three quarters. I collect a whole bunch depending. I have a lot of like SDCC exclusives from Hasbro. Yeah, so 
Very cool. So we have uh, more NECA figures. And uh, in the form of Back to the Future for the, I think it's the 35th anniversary. So the ultimate Marty McFly, Tales from Space, and Marty McFly. Uh, These look amazing. I know Brian from Six Scale Scavengers is on a Back to the Future kick. And uh, for me, I just don't have the display space for those larger figures. So these are going to, these are going to fit in quite nicely to my collection. I'm, I'm pretty excited and they look fantastic. Um, they also showed off some jaws figures. These are in their eight inch cloth line. Uh, we have Quinn and Brody. Um, they did say that they're releasing a companion shark, uh, this year. Oh my God. And I can't imagine cause my great white shark is like 25 inches long and it's approximately one twelfth scale. Mm-hmm. And so I can't imagine how big an eight inch scale shark is going to be. It's going to be like 30 to 36 inches long. So I think what they're going to do is something like uh, some of the third party sharks people have done is they make like a bust where it's like just the shark and the fin coming out of the water. Yeah. I, I, I can't imagine them actually making a full Bruce for any reasonable price. that's going to fit with these figures. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping when the uh, eight inch cloth figures come out that they can kind of futz with my one 12 scale shark, but I'm very worried that it's not going to look right. Um, what do you guys think about the back to the future and the jaw stuff? I'm sold on that back to the future stuff. You know, it's one of those things like, uh, see, one thing I love about collecting is that like, you know, uh, we, we all love a whole bunch of lines and franchises and IPs. So it's really hard to collect them in like hot toys form or statue form. But, um, when it comes to like, you know, figures like this, where they're affordable and like a, a smaller scale, it makes it so much, uh, enticing to pick up. You know, so I'm sold in that Back to the Future stuff. I didn't pick up the Hot Toys version just because it's expensive to get them. And then you're like, well, I want the DeLorean now. So hopefully at some point, if they're releasing these figures, hopefully we get a DeLorean. I'm not sure if NECA is into making vehicles and stuff. I know they make like smaller alien vehicles back in the day. But I would say I haven't seen a single company that has the license for Back to the Future that hasn't made the DeLorean. Yeah, Lego made it. I think Jada Toys had the license for the vehicle. They made it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was like Revel Tech. Some Japanese company had made their version of the Mandalor of the um, DeLorean. I don't know why I said Mandalorian. Um, <laughs> Close they, enough. They have that cartoonish line, mm-hmm. don't they? I think they were showing it this year also. Yeah, they had some other lines. I was just mostly going on the stuff that. Uh, yeah. That we had in the chat, but if I'm gonna pick up a Marty McFly, it's gonna be with the, the sweet ass Nikes from Hell Black- yeah. Yeah. So this Futurist is a for me. But if they come out with the one, you know, with the Nikes, I'll, I'll pick it up off the board. Yeah. And this was the last bit of toy news at Toy Fair that really excited me, but the Hasbro Lightning Collection Blue Ranger was finally shown. This comes out in June 2020. Very excited for this. I am I legit am like over the moon at the fact that they were able to complete this line, especially because the blue Ranger did have a pretty nasty falling out with mighty Morphin power Rangers. Uh, and of course, unfortunately the yellow Ranger did pass uh, many years ago. So I'm, I'm glad that they were able to, uh, to work with her estate and also with, uh, with the actor to, uh, you know, make these figures a reality. So um, the team is going to be complete for now. I think uh, Manny was saying that the black and gold Ranger was also in this line as well. 
Um, but I'm just like super stoked uh, to be able to have all my Rangers on display in 12th scale. I would love the six scale, but I can't afford it both display wise and money wise. So this, this is definitely going to, to fill that niche in my collection. Yeah. And one thing about these, uh, Oh yeah. I forgot to mention, I do collect the overwatch uh, 12 scale. Uh, they're 12 scale, right? The overwatch figures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing I love about these uh, Hasbro uh, figures is that like, the packaging is phenomenal i yeah. love it i love it i love it this one thing but you know hasbro really like tries to 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 get you is with their packaging and then the head sculpts have improved a lot from oh they're fantastic the, oh my gosh it's like whatever they're whatever technology they're using which is yep. what the 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 was it the uh, digital face printing yeah digital face printing man they're doing a really great job with that you know yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. So let's um, let's get into some delays. Um, Commander Cody, Captain Marvel, Krennic, and the Hulkbuster are getting delays. This this uh, emails, and these are all getting pushed back. Uh, I think the am I what? <laughs> I told you not to go on. Oh, I couldn't hear you at all. You were like breaking up nasty. Oh. All right, let's go back to the Ranger. What were you saying? I said, correct me if I'm wrong, but does it is his paint more metallic than the other guys? Uh, I think it's just the the lighting. lighting. Um, I hope not. That would fucking be awful if it was. That's what I was thinking. Because like his arm in the package looks metallic. I think it's just the gloss coat. Because I think like the Pink Ranger was really glossy, and some of them haven't been. Um, I hope that's the case. That would. Now you said that, I'm kind of worried. The Yellow Ranger looked fine compared to the other ones. So they would do make the last one different and then like re-release it later. And like, damn, people at Hasbro listening right now are like, yo, (laughs) this is finna be dope. (laughs) That's just saying that's some shit they would do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sorry, I I I kind of heard you in the in my ear, but you were like. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, so going on to delays, Captain Cody, Cap, uh, Commander Cody, Captain Marvel, Krennic, and the Hulkbuster have all been delayed, probably due to coronavirus. Things are moving a little bit slower in the postal services. Mm-hmm. Uh, so definitely expect delay emails on those if you haven't gotten them already. I have and then got one for Cody. Really? When is your last payment for Cody? Uh, Do you know? I'm just going to pay it when it comes out. I don't yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. So you did the one-time payment? Yeah. yeah, it's probably going to be delayed, most likely. Yeah, and then Jiren for new releases this week. Jiren has pretty much finally hit full retail in the United States. Amazon is shipping them out. Uh, I got mine from Target. People are getting theirs from Walmart uh, Marketplace. Uh, Big Bad Toy Store is also shipping theirs, so be sure to be on the lookout. But remember, with Jiren, you got to be careful with that right shoulder. It's very, very stiff. I used uh, WD-40. What's that? His right uh, the figure's right arm. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. Uh, you'll know right away. I mean, it is it is legitimately stupid tight. Um, it's it's. I honestly thought people were just being idiots, but it's it's ridiculous. Um, PJ, real quick, I was going to ask you your process for shooting reviews because your reviews always seem to be really well done. Do you use oh, a script? Do you use a script at all with your reviews, or do you just kind of uh, get the figure in frame and get going? I, yeah, I try to um, get the figure in frame, and I start to get go. I start to go, and as soon as I hit that record button, um, usually I try to do segments. Uh, I try to like concentrate. Like, say if I'm doing the head sculpt, I'll <laughs> as I say head sculpt. Like, I noticed that... you change your green screens. So I was like, I want to change my green screen too. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So with the uh, yeah, so I'll concentrate on like say if I'm doing head sculpts, I'll concentrate on that. I'll try to think of what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna look at. It. Usually, I try to like inspect the figure and play around it for a couple hours before I start reviewing it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Just because it'll be like a, a more organic and um, you know uh, honest review, uh, and then I'll start shooting and I'll do the unboxing and stuff. Well, I already do the unboxing, but I'm saying like the actual review. Uh, I'll concentrate on each uh, each category, like articulation, the, the the outfit, the suit, and after that, after I'm done shooting all that, I, then I do the B roll where I just kind of like do the the spinner room turntable shots and uh now i'm trying to add some more like um some more b-roll like where i'll I'll use like a slider and stuff now yeah i'm trying to like really up my game this year Uh, and music too so you see with music i try to like do like the non-copyrighted music that i could get from like maybe soundcloud or Mm -hmm. uh, i use this service called epidemic uh epidemic yeah it is epidemic (laughs) yeah so epidemic sound, so stuff like that, just because I really want to give the viewers like the best quality uh, video and audio and video and, uh, you know, review. So I really, you know, I, it's what gets me going and what keeps me doing these reviews is like uh, some of the, the comments that I, I receive and some of the, you know, the support, the love and support that I usually get. And uh, it really means a lot to me. So that's why it gets me going. And I don't shoot as much as many other YouTubers. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to concentrate on quality over quantity. Like, I mm-hmm. don't want to just, I don't know about you guys, but there's a lot of YouTubers out there that just shoot content just to shoot content. Right? Yeah. So cool. Dude, yeah. I fucking hate it. I know, I, I kind of know what you're talking about, but like, I don't need to see an unboxing video, a review video, uh, outside review video, inside review video, uh, final yeah. thoughts review video, an update review video. Uh, oh, I found this trick out review video. It's like, by the time it's all done, it's like, you know, you're talking like four or five, six hours of content for one figure. Yeah. And, and um, it's and just, get, it's awful. Like, I need, it, I can get everything I need to know from anything in like 15 minutes. I don't need to sit there and watch three hours worth of content to, uh, to gain the information that I need from this, you know? Well, well you know why they do that is that they, it's because uh, of the ad revenue. Yeah. The longer the video plays, the higher you get in the uh, search results, right? In yeah. The algorithm. Yeah. Algorithm. It's just, it's just ridiculous. And, um, I've I've seen a guy like I I used to I used to be subscribed to him. Um, he would come out. He was doing like a updated room tour. Oh God! Or yes. Like, or like in that bro, like, I don't need to see one of those every week. God damn! I yeah, know like exactly they'll, what they'll you're be like, about. oh, I added a new couple figures. Room updated tour. room tour. It's like oh my gosh! Oh, I changed like this art print to a new art print of room, room tour. tour. And I'm like, dude, like. I changed my green screen to a new green screen room. Tour. <laughs> so, yeah. So for me, it's just like, even though I don't put out a lot as much as I want to, I mean, a, I have a family and I work and I do this like on the side. Yeah. Uh, I, I would love to put out more and get recognized, but to be honest, I'm really doing this for, for, well, you got a pretty pretty decent following. You're like at almost 2,600 subs. Congrats on that. Oh, I know thanks. what you mean about the comments. We had a really nice comment from a guy, Ian, today. Um, yeah. He had asked for some advice on uh, a project, on a figure that he had broken. Um, mm-hmm. And so I gave him some advice privately, and uh, he messaged me today, and he said, uh, you know, he, he loved 
uh, us on the Sithcast. Uh, you did make sure to comment on that. Oh, wow. And nice. uh, he said that um, he fixed it perfectly with the product that I recommended. Everything worked fine. The articulation was all there. It was a, a vinyl figure that we repaired with JBJ Weld. And uh, it was just so nice to see um, that comment. It, it really was. Yeah, it's really very- was a nice thing to, uh, you know. It's hits see. Yeah, yeah, I was really, really made my day. I've had a rough day today, so really made my day. Yeah, and uh, it, it was, it was just one of those things that um, that I was really, uh, really happy to see. But yeah, definitely, guys, we're at the about three quarters of the way through. But I just want to remind everyone: check out PJ the Paradox Nerd oh, on you. YouTube. Give him a big subscription. Give him some love. Oh, and uh, of course, Apple Podcast, the Sithcast Podcast is a really good show. Let's mm-hmm. get into some uh, movie news real quick. So Bob Iger steps down as Disney CEO effective immediately. That was today mm-hmm. at around four oh five Eastern Standard Time. Massive news massive news can can i comment on this real quick please go ahead that's why we're here see see the thing is like people are like shocked all of a sudden that he's like steps down immediately i kind of wish that they wouldn't word it that way because it was already like coming like we all knew that this is his last year and he was like i don't know how old he is but i know he's pretty old and he was looking to retire so him stepping down was was for you know like it was it was about to happen yeah, He's been announcing this retirement for a very long time, mm-hmm. and uh, it's not like he stepped down and left the company completely. Yeah, he's, he's, still, a, like, he's still part of the the like a chief administrator or something. Yeah, yeah. so he's slow, so he's slowly phasing out. So yeah, he's still got two years. Yeah, December yeah, one as his last like month. Yeah, so um, I, I'm curious to see like what what the new CEO's um, vision is in terms of Star Wars, Marvel, other IPs that they want to consume. Well, they already announced the next step for Star Wars, which, which was a little underwhelming. Are it, we is, it is. Did you see that board like they they had of like all the things that they kind of wanted to hit? They put dinosaurs there. Yeah, I was like. I was taken back by that. I was like, dinosaurs in Star Wars? Like, yeah, it's uh, it not promising at all. Especially yeah. because they're like, starting this August, it's like, okay, so we're just going to get comics and, and yeah. Look. I want some like, content. But I guess we're getting the Mandalorian and Clone Wars. So it's not, yeah, you know, but I just, it's like, dude, if I want to like, explore new parts of the universe and the timeline <sighs> i just don't know how this is going to play out because i feel like they're not really concentrating on like the star wars fans they're concentrating on capturing new star wars fans with this new yeah. announcement so i don't know i mean i could be totally wrong uh i'm just really that's true that's how i thought about rebels i was like this looks stupid and yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Um, so, speaking of Star Wars content, the Clone Wars Episode <laughs> 1 yeah. dropped. Um, spoiler free, have you guys all seen it? No. Yeah. Dean, really? Wow. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. I thought Come it was on, good. Dean. No, I thought it was good. It's a good introduction, too. I'll tell you why I haven't seen it. Why uh, is that? I've been binge watching the shit out of Veronica Mars. Oh God! Okay, it's a good show. Dean is like the next episode of this show is gonna be called Veronica Mars. Um, 
Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I think the Bad Batch is maybe a little god mode, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. I thought it was pretty decent. I'm, I'm very curious to see where they go next week, because this one, this was a good little little nugget of Star Wars, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I agree. And did you guys know that this episode was, like, released, like, a while ago, and they just kind of, like, cleaned it up? Yeah. Uh, there, there was a, a, Yeah, they, episode- they had, like, a rough... Um, animation of everything, and they just never finished it. I think. Yeah, was this like one of those unfinished episodes, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, they had they had this whole season planned out, and then Disney was like, "No, we're doing our own thing," so they canceled it, and then came out with Rebels. Yeah, yeah. It's enough people off that they're like, "Shit, okay, we'll we'll bring it back," which is good for us because it means they're listening. Well, I was going to ask you guys, like, just really quick. Uh, okay. With the Re- with the rebels, um, did you guys notice that? Like, I feel like in the beginning of Rebels, they were kind of like pleasing Disney in terms of like the, you know, the, I guess you could say uh, it being G rated, as opposed to like getting R rated towards like the later seasons. Yeah, yeah, it definitely got uh, in Dean's words, dork fast. Yeah, dork. yeah, um, it was definitely like, hey. You want this done? We'll do it. And then when Disney was like, "Oh, you guys are doing a good job," they're like, "Can we do some stuff?" And Disney was like, "Yeah, I guess." And then they, uh, they kind of ran yeah. away because it turned out fantastic. I was yeah. genuinely surprised with how good Rebels turned out. Yeah, me too. And I think they they were like, "Oh, Disney." They're like, "Okay, they're good with it." The last last two episodes of the first season, let's go crazy with it, and then they did. So, and then carried over to the next. Yeah, it was like the first season was kind of like, hey, can we like asking permission? Yeah, like, we'll play ball. We're down to play ball because we want to accomplish something. So if we do what you say, maybe you let us handle it from here. Yeah, um, which I kind of feel worked out for like the Mandalorian because it's Dave Filoni as well. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, John Favreau is, you know their golden child for the mcu so i kind of feel like they trusted both of them enough to be like hey do whatever the fuck you want yeah yeah thank goodness so yeah i think rebels paved the way for a lot of uh stuff yeah Uh i agree i will be forever in, in in love with rebels Dean, you had a really uh, good meme that you made. I wanted you to tell the people listening to the audio podcast to okay. uh, explain the meme. Okay, fuck you, first of all. No, no, no. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying, well, because we're going to talk about a meme, but we can't. No, 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 no. No, I'm just saying, like. I'm not making fun of you for your meme. Why would you say no, such words about no, me? I'm saying, like, because your luck is so fantastical. Oh, okay. I was like, what? So, I like the meme. So Zach bought two new cabinets for his Dragon Ball stuff. He wanted to free up some space for his collection. Uh, how much were these? Uh, they were twenty six dollars each. Okay, they were on sale, like sixty bucks with tax. Yeah, yeah, not too expensive, but he got them, and then there was some clerical error. Yeah. So okay, so I'll take over from here. Uh, so I got the cabinets. And um, I did the thing where you like buy it online and they kind of like bring it to the front of the store and you don't actually pull up into the parking spot and get your stuff. You actually go inside and like, you know, you show them your receipt and then they give you your stuff. And so I walk up, I'm with my kid and it's just like really chill. It's like a Sunday morning, like right when they open 
And um, I'm like, you know, I have two cabinets here. Um, it's the same order, but I placed it twice because I wanted to get two cabinets after I saw they were on sale. And so the guy grabbed them and I was like, do you mind grabbing? Uh, I need help loading these into the truck. They're kind of, they're like super heavy, actually. They're like, you know, 100 pounds probably. Yeah. And uh, so they helped me lift them into the truck. And I was like, all right, cool. And they're like, you're good to go. So um, like three days later, I woke up to uh, like right in the morning to two emails at like 3 a.m. And it was like, here's a refund for your order. And it was two different refunds mm -hmm. for the price of the cabinets. So I'm thinking that's odd. Um, you know, I'm wondering maybe, I don't know, like, I honestly don't know. Like, I, I haven't even been back to Target. I haven't, you know reviewed them the cabinets on their website i haven't really done any surveys um i'm just wondering why so i called the store i think they opened like at nine o'clock i called them and um i told the manager that uh, i had just randomly gotten a refund and she was like well did you um like check out regularly or and i was like no i did like the online thing where you pick it up whatever and she's like well um it sounds like um, they didn't log that you pick them up. And because of that, it triggers a refund automatically. And there's nothing we can do about it because you bought it online. Um, she was like, even if you call the online store, like they won't be able to do anything about it because as far as they're concerned, you were never in the store. And so um, I offered to bring the, cause I have like the cardboard boxes still. And I was like, well, I can bring the barcodes back if you want to scan them. And that way the kids don't get in trouble. And the lady's like, no, it's not really your responsibility to do that. And honestly, like since this refund's already been triggered, we can't go back and, and, uh, scan them. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, she's like, enjoy your refund, your free cabinets, I guess. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay. And the weird thing was is that they gave me a refund as a Target gift card, which was super annoying because I mean I don't ever shop at Target. And the How only reason I dare you say that. The only reason that I shopped at Target for these cases is because Walmart wasn't going to have this their version of this cabinet in stock for like a few weeks. Mm -hmm. And so I um I went on Target and I was like, okay, I mean I have money to use at Target. And uh, sure enough, Target uh, does a thing similar to Walmart where they allow other sellers to sell on their platform. And I think as part of that selling, they have to accept Target gift cards as cash one-to-one. -one. Mm -hmm. And so this, uh, I think it was like Galactic Toys sells on Target's website. They had Jiren for uh, retail. And essentially, I was able to get Jiren for like six bucks. It was, I think I just paid like um, the tax for Jiren. Nice. And uh, I got Jiren for six bucks. And yeah, it's so pretty uh, pretty awesome. And I got the cabinets, obviously. They're, Zach, they're here behind me. Zach posted the, the cabinet story. And I was like, dude, you got more free cabinets. And he yeah. was like, holy shit. So I forgot this this um this next story is before I think collecting weekly's third iteration, uh, if I remember correctly. But the cabinet behind me, let me go solo cam here, is uh quite quite large. Uh, and so what happened with this cabinet is I ordered it from Walmart and, uh, FedEx, it, the actual box, I think weighs like, I think it was like a 200 pound box. It was two boxes and total was 200 pounds. And, um, the FedEx guy that delivered it broke the glass doors of the cabinet, broke both of them and their safety glass. So when any small part of the glass breaks, the whole thing just shatters. Like if you've ever seen a detoff that shatters, it's exactly what happened. Now, um, I called Walmart and they're like, bring it back to the store. 
I'm like, I have a sedan. I can't bring these big ass boxes back to store. It's not possible. I was like, if you guys have a Walmart employee come and pick them up, that that'll work perfectly. And they're like, we can't do that. So that option wasn't available. And we went back and forth. The first manager was like, I'll just give you 30 bucks back and you can keep them. And I'm like, no, like this is a pretty expensive cabinet. I, I want this to be fixed. I don't want any money back. I just want this to be fixed. So they refused to send out a second cabinet and long story short, they just gave me all my money back and said, you can deal with it on your own. So after about two weeks of trying to reach out to this company, I realized I was calling their Swedish number, not their American number, found the American number and they overnighted me a set of doors and uh, they made sure to extra bulletproof pack them. And uh, I got that cabinet for free too. So um yeah, essentially yeah. it's like like 500 600 worth of cabinets for free yeah um, so i made this meme of zach receiving free shift from the <laughs> yeah it's awesome. uh yeah and i and the bookshelves are fantastic i felt really bad um i did try everything to to make it right but they said since it triggered automatically they had no access to that so uh yeah there's there's because i work in a grocery store too uh-huh. and there are times where Someone has received a discount. It's so weird how it's really hard to explain, but like returning it doesn't solve the issue, so they just get the money back. It's such a weird thing that it's like, yeah, there's nothing we could do. Like, you just get it for free. Like, yeah, the lady was really mad. Like, I could tell as soon as I told her what had happened, she got like pissed. And I told her, it's like, I really don't want these kids to get in trouble. Like, I don't know. It's just maybe because it was kind of busy Sunday morning when they opened. There's a lot of people in the in the pickup line. And I thought it was odd because I was like, I'm here. I have two cabinets. They never scanned my phone. Uh, and I didn't think about that until I got the refund. But they just like went to the back and like grabbed the cabinets. I mean, they didn't even ask for my name. I was like, oh, like I'm here to pick up two cabinets. And they're like, oh, OK. And I was like, yeah, they're the white five shelves. And like no one verified. Like I could have just been some random dude who got really lucky guessing about white cabinets. But um yeah, so I got those for free, and they're freaking dope. I think I'm going to do a review on the YouTube channel about them. Right. Um, but uh, let's get into some custom corners. So Dean has been really inspiring me this week to uh, make this custom. We've been going on and on about it. It's gone through several different iterations, and I have a video on our YouTube channel of how I made it. But it's a um, Final Explosion slash Training Room uh, slash Tournament of Power Vegeta. And I freaking love this. It's based off the Dragon Ball Evolved Broly figure with a head swap and a bunch of repainting. And uh, I honestly could not be happier with how this thing turned out. Uh, Dean, you've been inspiring me along the way. Tell me uh, tell me what you think about this. It looks good, man. Uh, the forearms were a huge problem. Yeah, because like, Broly is jacked. And Vegeta's pretty jacked, but not in his forearms. Yeah, and you solved the problem pretty fast. Yeah, like in like five minutes. Once you mentioned yeah. it, I was like, wait, I have an idea. And yeah, essentially what I did was... Uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, it looked like his body had been retaining water. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like these big like chorizo sausages. <laughs> and then, like, hands. I was like, dude, you you have to do something about the forearms. Yeah. And, so uh, essentially what I did was I took a Dragon Star's forearm and uh, I had to redrill the... Um, I guess like they're like little pins that go in for these cheaper figures uh-huh. to make the joints. I had to redrill that. And then on the back side of the, the elbows, I had to cut the slit deeper because the joint was so much bigger, yeah. but uh, they fit on seamlessly. I mean, the, the actual drill bit that I used was the exact size as the hole that they had used for the previous one. And, um, 
essentially it was just painting it blue, painting it white, painting it that brown color. And then I coated everything with Mecha matte, which is like the best stuff ever. Um, and I just, I'm so happy with the way this looks. Cause this is one of my favorite scenes in the tournament of power. Uh, when Vegeta, uh, is kind of on his last bit of strength and he just gets super swole, but also the, uh, super Saiyan scene where he's fighting trunks in the gravity chamber is just iconic. Because he has to go on the play date with Trunks and Bulma if he gets punched. And then Trunks, like, actually hits him. It's just, like, one of my favorite scenes of Dragon Ball. So, I love the way this thing turned out, dude. I I told you I picked up a second Broly to fix some of my mistakes. So, I have all these parts for you if you want to give it a shot. But it's... um, it's a it's a really neat little set. So thank you for um, believing in me because I think at first I was very discouraged and I talked about it on um, I don't remember when we talked about it on, on, on Ox. I was I hit a point Tuesday night of last week where I was like I just want to quit on this project. Like nothing is working that I'm doing. I've already spent too much time and effort painting, sculpting, um, gluing, and and stuff like that. And I was ready to give up. And essentially, the simplest solution worked to make this thing right, which was using the base torso base uh, legs and just going from there with paint. And, um, you know, Dean, you were there along the way you were pushing me to do better. So thank you for that. I really appreciate it. Yeah. I love it. I freaking love it. And of course we mentioned tournament of power. Uh, Super has really been one of the things that really mattered the most to me this week. Uh, We finally finished it. All 131 episodes of super. It is dope. Now tournament of power I'm not going to spoil it, but it was one of those things that's like so familiar, yet so different. Like the way they did the tournament, I thought it was going to be one-on-one, but it's like a big battle royale, last man standing wins, and totally usurped my expectations. It was fantastic. Damien, sweet angel, worked on the pattern for me. So I'm going to print out a two-foot-by-two-foot diorama. The uh, the pattern before they start fighting, he designed it in Illustrator for me, and yeah. it looks fantastic. And I'm gonna get that printed out. But uh, yeah, if you guys haven't watched Dragon Ball Super, I highly recommend it. It's freaking dope, especially the Terminal Power. PJ, um, you watch uh, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z. Um, sometimes I haven't really gotten to the new uh, Super yet, so I'm kind of like making my way. Because my friend, um, he has he gave me all the episodes from all the Dragon Ball Z's and Dragon Ball. So I'm kind of slowly going through those and getting to Super because I heard Super is really (sighs) super. (laughs) It was was really good. Yeah, I heard it was really good. So, Yeah. Yeah, I I fucking love it. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, Dean, let's uh, wrap up the show with Grinds My Gears. I know we've gone on a little bit longer than we normally do, but um, for me... A segment... Did I what? Did you snub my segment? Uh-oh. What segment? The SJWs? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like it. It was like it was stupid. I didn't want to talk about that. Oh, okay. dummy, it's right here. Um <laughs> your grind my gears. I'm gonna do mine first. That was okay. yours. Um we always have to end on a high note. So um uh, drop shipping. Now this is something we talked about, I think, on our second or third episode of Collecting Weekly, bamboozled again, and I almost was bamboozled again. So mm. Um, on eBay, I was looking for this really cheap Funko Pop. It's like, you know, seven, eight bucks, not expensive at all. Uh, Vegeta training in the gravity chamber. Again, I've mentioned this is an iconic scene for me. One of my favorite aspects of Vegeta is how, how hard he trains. And, um, I just like this Funko Pop. So I went on eBay, found a guy selling them for eight bucks shipped and I almost pulled the trigger. But then I remembered like, if it's that cheap shipped, shipping a Funko in a box 
minimum is like six or seven bucks. So he's making a dollar on this Funko Pop. There's no way he's doing that. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, I check Amazon. The same Funko Pop is six twenty five with free shipping. So essentially, if you buy this Funko Pop from this guy for eight dollars, he's clicking two buttons, sending this Funko to your house and making a dollar seventy five. That is drop uh... shipping. It is the worst shit ever. It's all over eBay, all over different you know sites like this. Um, anytime you want to buy something, I highly recommend installing Honey on your browser for desktop. It compares prices and finds you the best deal. Um, we're not sponsored by them or anything, but uh, it's a really good program. So definitely watch out for drop shipping because essentially this guy has sold more than 55% of his inventory, which is like 100 figures. So he's basically made like almost 150 bucks doing this. Almost 200 bucks actually. Um, so definitely watch out for drop shipping. And then Dean, tell us about your grinds on my gears. Yeah, so Hasbro's coming out along with Flame Toys with this uh what's her name? Uh looks like um Windblade. Yeah, Windblade. It's a Transformers figure. It's kind of you know, if, if that's what you like, whatever. Like I don't personally buy Transformers and I don't like metal waifus, but you know, there's people out there who do like whatever. Yeah, well, Dean they, likes the regular waifus. Yeah, there's there's one right there. Um uh, <clears throat> they've really they put out this tweet like, hey, like here's a prototype of the figure we're coming out with. And oh my god, you th- you think they just like tweeted out a video of them drowning puppies like <laughs> like how could you like this is so pathetic like all this shit and it's like it's just a toy like it's just a toy like how are you getting offended over plastic t- toys like mm-hmm. you have got to be kidding me and enough like sjw like weirdos got on twitter and made a big enough stink that they just like remove the tweet Mm -hmm. whatever now the the reason why this is grinds my gears is because like let's just say in the the uh the ether right now people are talking about um the harley quinn movie Mm -hmm. it's geared towards uh, a female audience right and a lot of male viewers are like, well, it's not very good. And they're the first people to say, like, well, it's not for you. So don't, you know what I mean? And then when the same people scream about this, like, but it's not for you. Like, let someone else enjoy their thing. Like, why, why, why do you have to police? It's just a toy. <laughs> Honestly, this looks awful. I think if this was going to be canceled on any grounds, it's just awful looking. Okay. But, but like, I think this whole line is awful, to be honest. Like, the Fury right. model kit line, I'm not a fan of it. Okay. But you're right. Like, there's people that like these non transforming transformers that, you know, are very uh, anime heroic esque proportions. Uh, there are people that there is a niche market for that. Mm. Personally, it's not for me. I think it's a little cringy. I think, like, even with the fans' toys yeah. rogue that Jobby was showing, they have like uh, it's a female transformer, and they have like an optional boob upgrade kit where yeah. you can get for three <laughs> different bus sizes. It's so weird. Um, it's weird. I'm not really keen on that. Um, so 
it's not really for me, but uh, was this actually canceled? Do you think? I, I know in the post, as far as I've heard, it's not been canceled. Um, I I don't want it to be canceled because purely on the principle of principle of like, hey, like there's somebody out there who enjoys this, and if they want to spend their money on it, they should have that option too. Like, who are you to police these people on? what they can and can't buy and then bully a company enough that the company bends to their will. Yeah. And they're not even buying the product. They're not. I mean, this is exactly what happened with star Wars. Mm -hmm. It's like enough of these people made a big enough stink that they changed all this shit. And it's like, but the numbers show that they're not even supporting the product. So don't, I'm just hoping that this company doesn't like, Bend to the will of the few who are just the loud mi- minority. Does that make sense? Yeah, it pisses me off that people on Twitter swing their above their weight, and these co- these companies just like bend to their will. Yeah, I was gonna say it's always the, the people, it's always the the loud people that make, you know, I mean, yeah, the biggest noise and. You know, you know, you know. What I'm saying, like, even there's a small group of them. They're the ones making things change for some yeah. reason, which is which is kind of sad. It, shouldn't be shouldn't be the case. You know, you should really cater to everyone else except for the ones that's complaining right. about everything. It's just like the hypocrisy. Like I said, yeah. it's, oh, this isn't for you. Okay, don't. If you don't like gay marriage, don't get gay married, right? Which is fair. That's fine. But then it's like, well, if you don't like this Transformers movie, don't buy it. Like, I I don't know. I just hate the hypocrisy. These people on Twitter just like running their mouth on shit that literally has nothing to do with them. They're just, I don't know, angry. Uh, uh, no offense to gays as well, <laughs> but uh, this is... Dude, I was watching this. Uh, this is completely unrelated, but I was watching this video on Jiren because I was like, why is this shoulder so tight? And in the middle of this video, this guy... Drop this gem, and I just thought it was so weird. No, I'm not gay, sorry. Uh, and uh, no offense to gays as well, but uh, this is I don't. All he was talking about was like fixing a figure, and he'd randomly drop that. It's like, what now? I'm thinking he is gay, yeah. Why would you say that? <laughs> nothing wrong, nothing wrong with that, but it just no. like the way he said that was like, what? Like I was watching it and I was busy doing something and I had to stop and like rewind. Like, why did he say that? And I still don't know, but it's, it's just <laughs> iconic. Um, anyways. So, um, yeah, that's uh real quick. So we have a question here. Anyone have the hot toys emperor Palpatine with throne? What are your thoughts on it? Caesar? I did have it. And, um, on my copy, the LEDs went out after a few weeks. I was actually like less than a few weeks. It was like maybe 10 days. The LEDs at the top of the, the little what is that the chair those those burned out like crazy it was like a rave under that really wow yeah um it's not great in my opinion i would definitely pay retail or less i wouldn't pay more than retail uh the throne design is kind of weird um it's my understanding from the proportions that the actor had to slouch really awkwardly in that chair to look normal in it and it's kind of difficult for figures to achieve that natural slouch mm-hmm. that uh, Ian McDermott had to put on to fit in that chair right. 
And because of that, it's just you have to really modify that base. I think I actually have a spare base in my uh, garage of that little bottom piece. You have to actually cut off like something like three quarters of an inch to get them to actually sit with his feet on the ground normally. Um, and that's something that you have to really modify your thing to be able to do. Personally, I did not like it. I sold it almost as soon as I could, as soon as I could find a buyer. And um, it's it looks nice, like if you can get it posed really well, but it's a pain in the ass to get it to pose well. So, um, PJ, do you have that figure, the Emperor yeah. Palpatine and Hot Toys? What are your thoughts? I, um, I mean, see, I'm, I'm a, I've always been a big sucker for like accessories and stuff, so I always get the deluxe version of any any figure that I'm going to buy. Um, so the I do agree the uh, the design of that chair is really not figure friendly as you could say and uh, yeah, yeah yeah most pe- pose friendly so um i saw someone on one of the facebook groups kind of put the the actual base underneath his feet to kind of prop him up yeah i've seen that that's a really good idea as well so it actually looks pretty good but then <clears throat> if you were to do that any figures are you know that you're posing him with has to have that base to make it look yes so yeah, that that, that could be a problem you know unless you just don't mind having him just just emperor uh, with that base. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, that's pretty much it for our show this week. We had a really good show with PJ, the production nerd. Really, really want to thank you for coming on with us. Oh, today. thanks for having me. This is a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, check out his YouTube, PJ, the production nerd. Check him out on Apple podcast at the Sith cast. Uh, if you like our show, please share it with a friend. Sub to us on YouTube if you haven't. We're climbing up slowly in the subscription ladder. Uh, and, of course, rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. We also really appreciate that. Uh, you can find us on our secret Facebook group. It's Collecting Weekly Auxiliary. It's a really fun group. We just put up our pile of parts giveaway uh, that we're doing with uh, hopefully hopefully get some people kit bashing on the group. Uh, you can find us on T Public at Collecting Weekly. We have a ton of new designs there, and uh, Manny does a really good job designing those. Uh, of course, YouTube is Collecting Weekly. And uh, shout out times, uh, small talk, uh, Damien and Dylan. I think they took this week off for vacation. Uh, they'll be back, I think, not this Thursday, but next Thursday, uh, unless things have changed. Um, only Fools and Collecting. Steve uh, has taken a short leave from the show. Hopefully he'll be back. So Ian and Pete are uh, are going to hold down the fort, as they say. Darkside Customs in the United Kingdom. Ian is just such a good painter. He's painting a lot of Watto Scrapyard sculpts. So if you like those sculpts, check them out. They are doing that Lando Calrissian giveaway uh, over on Only Fools and Collecting this Thursday. And uh, Six Scale Scavengers, Brian, Chris, TC, Sweet Angels, Wonderful guys. I love them. Dean, we need to get a sweet angel shirt made for the podcast. It's time. Yeah. The meme is real. Yeah, I, I really love like that, that thumbnail that you had uh, with, uh, I think when you had Matt on, or is it Matt when, when you had the uh, Anakin that says, are you an angel? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I yes. love that. I was cracking up with that. We have fun, man. We, um, you know... I don't know that we're ever like, you know, super professional or whatever, but we just have a lot of fun in the show. We just chit chat and you know, whatever happens happens. And I think, I think it's, it's just, it's just a good time, you know? Yeah. I had a good, I had a great time here. Uh, thanks for, you know, for having me. Yeah. Do you have any uh, shout outs, PJ? Uh, no shout outs. Um, just basically shout out. You already shout out pretty much everyone that I, I would like to shout out, but shout out to you guys. Seriously. Um, you guys have inspired me to start my own podcast. I've been listening to you guys for, for a while. 
Um, I'm usually not the type of person like because I'm been I'm so busy like to comment on, pe- on people's videos as much as I do. I I usually leave a like at least, but like I've been following you guys for a while. Uh, you guys do a great job, seriously. Like, and that's one thing like I, I love about you guys is that you cover pretty much everything in terms of the collecting world and the pop culture world. So, uh, in terms of the subs and the viewers, should be a lot more than what you guys have. Uh, I'm looking at like I'm I'm on the YouTube uh, channel right now. I see you have a lot more likes than people watching, so that's that's good. Like people are are are, are watching uh, your your stuff, and you're getting a lot of uh, yeah. We're just uh, slowly making our way up in the world, you know, trying to carve out a name for ourselves. Um, Dean. I'll- also, I love your your swag, man. Your swags are awesome. Oh yeah, we have to. I, I told you, I'm gonna that? send you a. Wait, what? Dean does all that. Dean, you no. all you, or uh, no? I did the new this week. Yeah, um, he did the new this week sticker. Uh, I designed the uh, certified crispy. Yeah, that's sticker. Awesome. And then Manny did the official logos and everything. And then I adapted some of his work to make the auxiliary Mandalorian sticker. So we'll send you a nice little care package, PJ, some swag your way soon. Yeah. And um, do you mind yeah. if, I, if I take some pictures with it? No, please, please. Any uh, any uh, press is good press. And Caesar says uh, thanks for taking the time to answer. Caesar, yeah. you sweet angel, anytime. Mm. And uh, I just want to give a big shout out to uh, my good buddy Ian Siabi from. Uh, from across the pond wonderful guy always hit me up with some good words of encouragement uh he's the gentleman that had that model kit that we fixed up for him uh vinyl figure rather uh but thanks to you buddy i hope you have a good week hopefully i think he was sick last week and i I was heartbroken to hear that so ian hopefully you feel better man we're gonna send some swag your way as well caesar m drop me an email zach at collectingweekly.com we'll get some swag sent your way as well uh pj sorry please continue i I was no 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 that's fine that's that that uh, no, I love I love the logos. I love the the Mandalorian um, logo that you guys have. That's awesome. I think uh, I have like I need to f- check. I think I have like two or three more left. I'll send you one if we do. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. Those that's went good. fast. Yeah, those went fast. Yeah, are you guys going to do a t shirt on that? Or we have a t shirt on that. Yeah. Oh, okay. t shirt on that, and then uh, the hollow stickers. Though. I can't wait to get some hollow stickers with the new this week design. I think those are going to look fantastic. Dean's design was really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was just gonna give a shout out to Danny Lee, always in the chat, always the sweet angel. Uh, Mario Cortez, I missed his hey guys. Um, yeah, I think he had to get to bed a little early. So yeah, Dan Lee's awesome. He's very supportive. Awesome Man, guy. Caesar sticking it through. Shout out Steven, our friend Steven. He's sending me turtles online. Like, look at these, dude. Speaking of Steven, so he had the, a guy on uh, real quick before we wrap it up. He had a guy on eBay that had this really good deal on the turtles. And he messaged the guy and was like, hey, are these legit? And the guy blocked him. 100% those are not legit. Oh, he's going to do that right now? Yeah. I was like, yeah. wow. That's all. So uh, if you're looking at Ninja Turtles on eBay, um, definitely, definitely, definitely don't go with that one seller. Let me see if I can pull up his name real quick. Oh, I got it right here. Pull it up for me. Um, keep my words one, I think. Yeah, keep my words one. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. Uh, block my my buddy. Block my buddy. So yeah, I mean he's in Canada, but yeah, it's well. Uh, also, one more shout out, your wonderful wife. Oh, really? It's Kyla Ren is still the fucking chips and gravy, dude. Dude, that is so dope. Wonderful. So sinister, man. 
That's sick. Dean, you have to bring him to my house so we can we can pose our Kylos together and take pictures. Yeah, for sure. Be dope. Anyways, guys, I'm Zach. I'm Dean. And I'm PJ, the Paradox Nerd. Catch you on the next episode. Well done, guys. Good show. Very long show. I liked it. I like the